You're listening to Rosemary Goes to the Mall, the saga of one woman's lonely journey around the Mall of America. Okay, so today is the day that I start on the North Wing, since I got a little off track yesterday with Clea. Um, we had such a good time. And we totally bonded over shopping, which I've always heard that girls do. And um, now I've done it, and I'm really excited that I had that opportunity. Um, besides, I found some really cute stuff that I um, forced Clea to buy. And I did call her today and just to check in and to see if she um, felt that she hated me or loved me for forcing her to buy those things. Well, I didn't force her to buy them. I just told her how goddamn cute she looked in, in all of them, and, uh, and she went for it. And I think it was the right way to go. Super, super cute jackets, especially that Nordstrom Rack visit was a big payoff for her. Now, um, in honor of this last wing, I decide that I'm going to pay another visit to the fortune teller. Maybe to just give me a little direction, although I'm feeling pretty good after that trip with Clea. So I go to the fortune teller and I get uh, my fortune out and it's the same goddamn fortune that I got you know, the, the really good fortune that I got after I, I tried and tried to get a decent fortune and hated all my fortunes. And then I finally got a good fortune and I said that that was it and I was going to quit. Well, I got it again. And this really bums me out, you know, because it's like, well, I guess you could see it two ways. You could either see it as, well, I got it twice. That means it's really, really true. Or you could see it as, I got it twice, isn't this an unbelievable sham? And you know, you know it's a sham, but at the same time, it's kind of fun and exciting. It's like reading your horoscope in the morning in the funny pages. You know that your day probably isn't going to turn out like they say. It's so general anyway, you know. Um, although that thing about the person with black hair who had it in for me did kind of creep me out. And it was kind of specific. But, um, uh, I, I just, gosh, I don't know. I don't know. It kind of was like a special thing. And now I guess that kind of killed it for me. So, um, it is an awesome fortune though. The lamp of genius burns quicker than the lamp of life. And for you are happy to persevere to the end for you shall inherit the earth and great fortune. I mean, does it get any better than that? Anyway, this really might signal the end of my relationship with the fortune teller. You know, she's cute and all in her little box there, her little glass box, but I'm a little disillusioned. Now, um, I have to be careful today, uh, and it's been very tempting to, if not buy things for myself to keep, then to buy things for the kids to keep, and they... Um, like I gave Garrett those beads and he totally loved the beads and then Evan got jealous. So then I gave him that robot that I bought at the car store that they wouldn't let me return. And, um, and then Garrett was really jealous of Evan, but then Evan went to bed that night and he just kept saying, 
I can't believe you gave me that robot. I mean, I've always wanted that robot. I've always wanted a robot. It's just like the robot in the Iron Giant, but it's different. And it's so great. And I always wanted a robot. And now I have my own robot. And I can't believe that you gave me this robot. And it went on and on and on like that until I finally told him it was time to be quiet. And then I was really glad he was happy, but I also needed him to calm down and go to sleep. Um, but it was gratifying to get him a present he loves so much. However, slightly creepy his obsession with it was. Um, however, last night when I, after I picked up the kids, they came home and Evan asked me, um, if I had any presents for them today. And I think that I've been spoiling them. I think that they're starting to expect presents. I've been getting them too much crap. So I I have to be careful about that today. Nobody's getting any presents out of me today. Oh, and Keith really liked that St. Cloud State hockey t-shirt, as well as he liked the Burn Daddy Burn t-shirt that, that I got him. Um, he really digs that one, but he decided he wants to keep the St. Cloud one too. So I think that's kind of funny. Everybody likes their stuff that I get them. These little nuggets that I buy and and, you know, present to them as little offerings. Everybody loves stuff, I guess. Uh, in any case, I it's time for me to get started, and um, there are no returns today for me, uh, which is kind of bad. I was kind of bad yesterday. I got good after um, Nordstrom Rack, but I said going into Nordstrom Rack that I wasn't going to buy anything, and then I bought that dress. So, you know, clearly my self-control is like the size of a pea, and um, I, I uh, gosh, I got to watch that, you know, it's really going to add up real fast, and I haven't really come to terms with how much I've been spending. Um, you know, some places just don't take returns, but I think I've, you know, there's a few things I've kept that I've just really liked and wanted. And I just gotta, I just gotta be careful today. Now I've gotten a few glimpses of this, uh, corridor of stores. It's the first floor on the North side coming off of Sears. And, um, the first store is this kind of huge mega store called Deb. And there's Deb, Deb Plus, and Deb Junior, and they're all in the same space. And it's just another one of these cheap clothing stores for girls and and younger women. You know, everything's in the ten to twenty dollar range. It's pretty inexpensive looking, and um, you know, low impact on your credit card type of thing. And I don't really have a theme today, uh, so I I don't know what I'm looking for, but you know I not don't have any interest in any of these little sequined tank tops and all this kind of junk. But um, they have these really cute jackets, and um, they have a uh, they've got like a slightly warm lining on the inside, but then they're just sort of sporty looking on the outside and most of them are blue and white and green and white but they've got one on this one rack that is orange and white but it um, turns out that one is a medium and that definitely isn't going to fit so I keep going 
And actually, I find that there are a couple more racks with more of these jackets, and they're all $9.99, which is unbelievable. And uh, the second rack has a couple more of the orange ones, but they're both smalls. And then I get to the last rack, and they actually have another one, and it's large. So I put that on, and I go and I find a mirror, and it looks really cute, I have to say. Like, way more than $10 worth of cute. Um, and I think this would be a great kind of in-between jacket to have, you know, like before it's leather jacket weather, um, you know, but it's not really quite windbreaker weather. So, you know, this seems like a great deal to me. I can't believe it's only $10. It'll probably rip and fall off of me within 10 seconds of my purchasing it. However, you know, I'm, I'm all for this. So I think this is a great way to start out. Um, when I get up to the counter, I notice that they have these American Idol AM FM shower radios there. And I don't really know why I do it, but I throw one of those in too. Maybe it's because I'm thinking of keeping the jacket and I want to have something that I can return um, so that I feel better about that. But I also have seen these before and they're shaped like a microphone so you can take your shower and sing into the microphone while you listen to your music. It's completely retarded. I don't know if the mic actually works or whether it's just shaped that way. I'm not really sure. I hope it doesn't work. I mean, if you were allowed to sing in the shower and uh, amplify that, that sounds really crazy to me. Um, however, I think this is definitely worth buying. It's a little bit of an impulse thing here to throw that in. That's definitely something that will be returned. I just want the experience of owning this for, you know, a few hours at least. Now, this is definitely the hip young thing section of the mall because the next store is Journeys, which is like a skateboarder store. And um, this is the company that owns She, which was that place where um, I went to on the second floor back, maybe on the south side. I'm blanking a little bit. Um, it's right by that gift store. I could find it, you know, if I had to get back there. Uh, it's right on the corner by the escalators. In any case, they had told me that She was a new store and that they were owned by Journeys. And I've never heard of Journeys before. They told me that. And so here I am. I go in and uh, it really is just not necessarily a store for me. Um, they they have some t-shirts up high on the wall and one says, um, please feed the models. And I think that's pretty funny. So that's definitely a candidate for, for me to get here. And then I start looking at the shoes, and they've got the Pumas that I tried on at She and I, that I'd been admiring for many stores and um, finally tried them on. I thought that they were really kind of disappointing. Then they have the Gravis green sneakers that I had wanted to try on at she and they didn't have my size so I ended up buying the blue ones and really not liking them that much 
And I know that I shouldn't do it. I know that I should not do it, but I pick it off the shelf and the guy catches my eye and I ask to try it on in a 10. Oh, they, they're so cute. Um, he brings them out. I have a little hope, you know, that he won't find them, but he does. And um, he he brings them out, and, and I try them on. And they don't have any real socks for me to try them on with. He just gives me those little nylons that you put over your feet. I try them on, and as he's getting them out of the box, he says, um, these are great sneakers. Gravis was started by Burton, and he asked me if I know what Burton is, which I don't, of course, and it turns out it's a snowboarding company, uh, and they created this shoe line, and he says that they tested them and tested them and tested them um, to make sure they were perfect, and I was like, did they test the style or the functionality, and he says they tested both the style and the functionality. And I'm a little confused. I'm not really, I mean, was it like Nike where they're like, they have, you know, um, Olympic runners testing them out? Or is it like they put them on a bunch of snowboarders and said, what, do you think these are cool? Um, in any case, I, I'm clearly not going to get much more specific information out of here, but it is clear that this guy really thinks these are groovy shoes. I have to admit I do too. I put them on. And I walk around in them and I find a mirror and these shoes, these sneakers are super cute. These are the sneakers that I have been looking for. They like, they have a nice shape and, um, they're a cool color. They'd go well with jeans. They sort of, they sit on the ground nicely and they also sit on your foot nicely. Um, and they feel really good and I want them and I know that I'm about to keep them and I know that I shouldn't because I went shopping yesterday and I got things yesterday and then I'm thinking well if I brought back the brown dress that would be half the price of these shoes I'm not gonna bring back those sandals because those sandals are awesome um, what else could I bring by well the the H&M shirt is only $14, so that's such a good deal. I, that's stupid to bring that back. Um, but if I brought back the dress, which I mean I like, and I know I'll never find another dress that cheap, but it would at least start to balance out buying these sneakers, which I really, really want. And the guy catches my eye again, and he says, did you like them? And I said, I'm, I'm going to get them. And, um, I go up to the counter and he, um, checks me out and he starts saying how much he wants a pair and they've just gotten them in recently and how cool they are. And I think that he's right. I think that these are super cool sneakers and I, I don't care. I don't fucking care. I'm keeping them. Now, this is a really bad way to start out my shopping trip. But luckily, uh, the next store is Torrid Plus Sizes, T-O-R-R-I-D, Torrid. Now, who names their store Torrid? It's a bad word. It's not a sexy word. It's not 
uh, uh, a word that makes me want something there. It rhymes with horrid. Torrid is not what you call your store. But in any case, um, I need to go in there and I need to, um, I need to move quickly because, you know, my experience at Lane Bryant was a little bit scarring where I, I felt like I kept putting my foot in my mouth and, um, I don't really want to engage with anyone, um, because I, I just feel awkward shopping in a plus size store when I'm not plus size, like someone's going to think I'm being stupid but actually the sign on there says size 12 and up. And so technically, particularly, you know, with my tops and stuff, I could be shopping in there because I do wear size 12 tops. So I start looking at the tops and they're all ugly. They are all in fact horrid. And, uh, and I don't want any of them. And not only that, but they really don't have any size 12s. I think they're just trying to be cute or something because they have everything like size 2x and up they don't have anything smaller than that so I'm shit out of luck there um, so I start looking at accessories when in doubt buy accessories uh, and they've got some cute hats but they're they, are they cute or are they dumb you know they're kind of on the borderline there, uh, and I start circling. And when I start circling, that's bad news. That means that I don't know what to do. So um, I, I, I decide that I just need to make a decision. But I'm still waffling a little bit. I, I, I think about some of the underwear, um, you know, just like they've got some funny, tricky underwear that like hides your tummy. And, you know, I could use that actually, but they don't have anything in my size. It's all too big. And so then I go for like some of the bags, but all the bags are kind of dumb looking, I think. And so I finally end up at the shoes. And they have these kind of sneakers without laces. They're, they're like somewhere between dance shoes and sneakers. And they've got them all with these cute little designs. And I figure, well, I'll get a pair of shoes. You can't go wrong there. And I find a pair of these shoes that have pink and red stripes on them. And then on top of the pink and red stripes is a repetitive pattern of a pistol with little stars all over the place. And this to me is so classic that um, I, I just have to do it. This is going to be my purchase at Torrid. Well, I, it's just, you know, young person store after young person store, you know, um, it's kind of incredible actually. The next store is Wet Seal and I've never actually been in Wet Seal before, but I've seen people with their bags and this is just your typical teenage to early 20s super skinny girl store. I really don't want to try on anything here because it's all just going to make me feel fat and old. Uh, so I concentrate on the t-shirts. And they actually have some funny t-shirts right up front. And the one that I spot first is a, the silhouette of a little Westie dog with a bone. And it's, it's actually not just one Westie and one bone. It's like a repetitive pattern all over the front. And this is kind of cute. It's a little too cute. You know, um, I'm not quite comfortable with it. 
but um, this could do. This could do as a t-shirt. I could, I could live with this one. So I head back towards the fitting room, and although I am probably twice the age of the average shopper here trying things on, I just, um, nobody blinks an eye, and they just bring me back to a fitting room. And uh, I go, I take off my shirt, and I go to pull this other one over, and as expected, even though it's a large, it is way too form-fitting, and it makes, you know, me, it, it just calls out all my little pudgy spots. Um, the other thing is that it has a rip in the sleeve right at the seam, and so clearly this will not do. They might have another one out there, and what I'm thinking is that maybe they have an extra large out there. Uh, so that might be good to go for an extra large instead. So I go back out, I hand the ripped one to a sales girl so she doesn't put it back with the regular stock, and um, I go up front and I look through those Westy bone t-shirts and there are no larges there. So I, I start looking around again and then I spot the perfect one, which is a little dachshund with fire hydrant. And this is a repetitive pattern on this kind of argyle dotted line pattern. So on some of the corners are the dachshunds and on the other corners are the fire hydrants. This seems like the fitting t-shirt for me to get. I find a large, but then I look through for an extra large, and clearly they don't believe that anyone comes any bigger than their very tiny version of what large is. So um, I'm going to have to go for the large, and that will be a good excuse to return it because clearly it doesn't fit, and it's funny enough that I might be inspired to keep it. So I'm snaking my way down this aisle of stores. Uh, it's kind of a funny shaped um, stretch of stores. I'm not sure why it's funny shaped here, but it is. Uh, I spot someone who has a Victoria's Secret bag and it, it's a sale bag. They have a special bag for their sales. And you know what the Victoria's Secret semi-annual sale means? Cheap underwear. And I need new underwear because all my Victoria's Secret underwear that I bought at the last semi-annual sale that I went to, which was probably a year and a half ago, all has little holes in it and it's really falling apart and, um, you know, I just need new stock. So I know that I'm going to have to head back to Victoria's Secret at some point soon uh, in order that I don't miss their sale because I think it's like five for $25, five pairs of underwear for $25. And I really need to stock up. Otherwise I have to wait another six months. Um, however, my next store is the Quicksilver Board Riders Club. And so, um, wow, I am just hitting all the skate rat stores today. I don't know what I'm going to find in here, except I know it's going to have to do with surfing. And they have a ton of, you know, sort of hipster clothing. You know, hipster in that California, I go to the beach all day type thing. They have a ton of skirts and then little ripped t-shirt tops that go with them. So I go over and, you know, some of them are kind of cute and I check out the prices and the skirts are all between 40 and $50, but the ripped t-shirts are $32. I mean, does it cost more because you ripped it? 
or uh i mean i could buy a pack of men's t-shirts and rip them to look almost exactly like this so i gotta pay 32 dollars for you to rip it special for me um this clearly just pissed me off um, as soon as i saw this and i think how much does it cost to be a beach bum you know what i'm saying like it's kind of expensive to be a slacker these days it sure ain't like it used to be, you know, like, you know, you're not buying your clothes at Value Village. That's for sure. I, I don't know. I think that's kind of amazing. But, you know, more power to them. Somebody out there who probably started out as a beach bum is now making a ton of money off of kids who wish that they could be as cool as those original surfers were. Uh, in any case, I'm lost. I don't know what to get here. Uh, so I just keep heading back. I look on the sale rack. I look at the sweatshirts, but they all have stuff about surfing on them. Uh, and I just keep heading back and I make it back to the bags. And I think that a bag might actually be the way to go here. There's some cute ones that are only 15 to $18, little kind of canvas shoulder bags. And one of them, one of the ones that's 18, is um, has this kind of nice blue, green, and white pattern. And it has a couple pockets on the front. So that actually seems like a really good, um, a really good possibility. And then I see this really cute bag that, that somehow doesn't seem to fit in here. It's made by Roxy which, you know, I don't know what that is. Um, it looks more like a slightly hipper version of like the kind of bag you might carry on an airplane. And it's got a zipper on the top and then it's got zipped pockets on the front and on the back. And it even has a little keychain thingy with a name tag thing. So you could put your name and your address on it in case you lose your bag among your surfer friends. They'll know who it goes back to. Uh, in any case, I would love to own this bag. I think it's super cute. Um, it's $50, which is kind of pricey, but um, it's just par for the course around here. So I bring that up, and um, the sales girl is super excited. And she's like, we just got these in. I think they are so cute. I love this blue. And, you know, I love the blue, too. I think it's really hip. And if it weren't $50, it would be hard for me to return. But at the moment, you know... I think 50 bucks is a bit steep. So it's just store after store after store of cool shit. And around here, it's like Teenage Central. Um, my next store is Demo. And it's like D period, E period, M period, O period. I don't know whether it stands for something else. Um, this is clearly like a black store. It's like real urban black fashion. Um, I'm the only white person in here. It is, it just reminds me of New York really in this really cool way. I probably would not dress like this, but it's like, I don't know. It just reminds me of riding the subway. It's, it's very nostalgic. It's very cool. However, I just don't, I'm feeling a little self-conscious, a little bit like in the plus size store and, um, like, you know, like when you know you don't really belong. And, um, so I just grab a t-shirt off the rack and make sure it's a size large. It's a blue t-shirt with a picture of a peacock on the front. 
and I think it would be a little long for me, but I don't even want to try it on. I just bring it up to the counter and go ahead and, and get ready to buy it. And uh, the guy behind the register is complaining to this other guy um, mercilessly about all the people who work at the store. And he keeps complaining that peaches didn't show up to work today. And um, I don't know. I like, like I would love to meet the woman who is actually called Peaches. Well, I don't know. I mean, I'm assuming it's a woman. It could be a guy too. That would be even better. But I'm just, I'm just like imagining this incredibly gorgeous, like fantastically voluptuous woman, like a peach. Um, uh, in any case, um, they pretty much just ignore me until he asks to see my ID, which has happened in every store so far, by the way, which I think must be um, that like they check to see it's the same name as your credit card and that um, you look like you. And I bet that this is probably the biggest credit card fraud aisle in the mall because it's all like young people stuff, you know. Um, anyway, he asks to see my ID and he sees my New York license. And, you know, I know I probably should have gone and got my Minnesota license by now since I got that ticket. But I just haven't had time and I'm going to go soon because I have to go soon. Um, but in any case, I still have my New York license. And I have to say, he sees my New York license and he looks at me and he, he says, so you from New York? And the man gives me a little respect, which I think is pretty phenomenal. But then I open my big fat mouth and I say, oh, well, not anymore. I moved here to Minnesota. And then he goes back and he ignores me again. Um, but in any case, get in, get out. That's the way I like it. But it is like just a little taste of a uh, little urban experience in here, which is, is real nice. Now, this is just one long hipster kid highway here in the mall. And the weird thing is that it's not that hard for me to shop here. You know, like those sneakers I really wanted and the jacket. And I love that bag from Quicksilver. And if that t-shirt from Wet Seal actually fit, you know, I'd be totally into that. And I, I do think that the, the shoes from Torrid with the guns on it are really funny, although I wouldn't actually wear them. Um, but anyway, it is weird that I like a lot of it. And it reminds me of this article that Keith sent me a while back, which was really funny, which was about New York parents and probably parents all over the country, parents who are continuing to look like teenagers, even though they're in their thirties and forties. Um, they have young babies, they're pushing around baby carriages, you know, they're taking their kids to school and they're dressed like they're still punk rockers or whatever they're still like the hip teenagers and um it's it was sort of about like parents wanting to continue to be young and cool even though they're parents now and um i have to say that this is what i think about as i walk down here with all these kind of cool purchases i've just made is that i'm I, I don't really have the money to be one of those people really because they spend a lot of money on their upkeep but um but you know, I guilty as charged. I feel a little self-conscious about it actually. But, you know, do, when do when do you officially have to grow up? I guess is my question. Um no answers to that question come to me immediately. Um so I enter into Pack Sun. And 
I start to look at clothes on the racks. It's just another one of these, you know, stores are starting to get very generic to me. But I'm flipping through the clothing racks until I see the signs that say girls' clothes, like girls' shirts, girls' pants. And I have um, a little bit of an Abercrombie moment where I realize that I'm shopping for clothes in a teenage girl store. And like, you know, that this stuff is going to be way too small for me and it's inappropriate for me to be shopping here. I don't know why this doesn't hit me at wet seal, but um, but at PacSun, for some reason, I all of a sudden get really self-conscious. So I go for the accessories, as usual. I uh, I think the jewelry is really ugly, but the watches are all right. And um, so I start looking at those. They're right above the girl's underwear rack, which is kind of interesting. And the underwear kind of intrigues me you know some of them are just plain colors but then there's ones with little panda bears on them and little duckies and I think it's really weird that they're trying to both cutify and sexualize girls at the same time it's this underwear has kind of a pedophiliac vibe is that a word a pedophile vibe it I don't know it's just like Man, sex and kids, it's like the two go together in a big way these days. And it seriously it reminds me of Japan when I lived in Japan. You know, we used to decry how there was this big thing for these salarymen about um, schoolgirls in their uniforms. And there was all this porn having to do with schoolgirls in their uniforms. And a lot of it was manga porn. So, you know, comic book porn. And it was about like basically banging schoolgirls, you know, when they uh, were, were out of school, but still wearing their little uniforms. And, you know, we used to just think, oh, what a bunch of fucking perverts. It was unbelievable. And yet, you know, look at us, man. Like, like girls here have to be like sex objects from really a really really young age and I feel like that is new I do not feel like to the same extent or at the same youthful age I did I have to be that you know did I want to be that maybe but I certainly I don't even think the opportunity was there with clothing to look like that Ugh. In any case, um, I'm not going to buy underwear. I, I'm going to buy a watch because I need to buy something. So I pick out a watch, which is okay, and it'll do. And I bring it up to the counter, and she asks me to come over to the other side. She takes the watch. She starts to bring it up, and she says, come around here, and I can help you. So I come around front, and there is a case right by the register of belt buckles. And they have a Batman belt buckle. And I think this is about the coolest thing I've seen in a long time. And I I know she's in the middle of a sale, but I ask her uh, how much it is. And she unlocks the case and she pulls it out and it's $20. And the watch was twenty nine fifty. So I ask her if she will switch them out. I say, well, this is a gift. So, um, do you think you could switch those? And she goes ahead and she does that. And so I buy the Batman belt buckle instead. And I wish that Evan was old enough to 
like have this belt buckle. I think that that would be really cool. However, probably by the time he is old enough to have a special belt buckle like this, he won't want the Batman one. So it's really just more like, wow, you know, if I had a belt that could take its own belt buckle, maybe I would get it. Well, I mean, actually, I probably really wouldn't, but whatever. I think it's cool, and, like, it's somehow it, like, fits into my little paradigm here about, you know, all this cool stuff I'm buying. So, you know, I like this one a lot. Um, You know, it just keeps going on and on. Across from PacSun is Justice Just for Girls. So it's the Justice... I guess there must be a justice store that's not just for girls. I don't know. Or maybe it's just a little girl shop. I'm not sure. At first I get it mixed up and I think it's related to the journey store, but I don't think it is. I think it's totally separate. Um, you know, little girl stuff, lots of cute stuff, lots of, um, you know, little bathing suits and tank tops and all kinds of stuff. And I don't really know what to get here. I can do the um, pretend I have a niece routine again, although I did get kind of tricked at limited two when they asked me how old my niece was and I didn't know uh, what to say because I actually didn't know how old a girl that would wear this size clothing would be. So I said 10 and they didn't freak out. So, you know, I was probably right. I don't think I can deal with the clothes, so I uh, start looking at the accessories again, and I immediately find this really funny paddle game over in the beach stuff that has monkey faces on the paddles, and they've got big pink handles, and then this blue um, foamy ball that goes with it, and I actually think that Evan and Garrett would love this, except Evan would be bugged that it was pink, because that's a girl color. Uh, but Garrett would love it because it's pink, because he loves pink. Um, in fact, he was telling me that he wants to get a pink lunchbox, uh, which Evan got infuriated about. But, you know, if the kid wants a pink lunchbox, whatever. However, I am going to return this, so, you know, they will never, we will never have that conversation. Uh, but this seems like kind of fun and cute, and so I go ahead and I buy that. Right across the way from Justice for Girls is Rave. And it says Rave on the top, and then in the windows it says Lola. And it says Introducing Lola. So I don't really know what the deal is here. Maybe Lola is a brand. Uh, but, you know, it's just more cheapo clothes. And um, I go in, and they've got these kind of interesting sort of polo shirts that are a little bit long. Uh, but they're kind of nice colored stripes. And so, again, I don't feel like trying this on, but I just grab an extra large because I'm feeling a little burned by the sizes of things around here. And this seems like another teenage shop. So I grab an extra large in this purple um, striped polo. And I think it's really cute, although I think it's a little long for me. But this seems like a pretty good deal. And then they put the shirt into a Lola bag and um, so I'm thinking that maybe they're changing the name of the store to Lola from Rave but I don't really have a good bead on that I, I, I'm not quite sure I might come back and, and try to find out what they do now we're getting through a lot of the clothing stores here um, the next store is actually Magnet Max and this store has a, 
all these walls in the back that are covered with all these different magnets. And then they have a billion little toys that are all rattling and shaking and making music and moving. And they've got uh, dogs that walk around and bark, you know, stuffed dogs. And then I see they've got uh, a holy cow and a flying pig toy that apparently have wings and fly. And I actually picked these up because I'm thinking, wow, this is cool. And Evan and Garrett would dig this like you would not believe. And, um, <laughs> but it turns out you have to drill into the ceiling. Like they're actually attached to a cord and then the thing has a motor and it. it goes around in circles and that's how it flies. And I mean, I'm not getting into drilling into their ceiling that their ceiling is like one of those weird ceilings that has like a stucco texture and it, I know it'll all just fall down on me if I try to drill into it. So, um, I guess they're not getting that. They also have a crawling soldier doll and I'm not going to get them that cause then you have to get into like this whole conversation about war and soldiers and I, I'm not ready for that one. Um, so I head back towards the magnets they have some really weird ones here. Uh, they have one which is how to get a boyfriend and then there's three pictures and the pictures all look like those drawings from the men and women signs on the bathrooms, you know, like real graphic like that. The first picture says wear slutty clothes. And the second one says laugh at his jokes. And the third one says put out on first date. I don't know about anybody else, but I am not putting that on my refrigerator. Call me crazy, um, but uh, I find that a little, a little edgy and not so funny, really. They also have a bunch of Bush ones, and they've got one where it's Bush and Tony Blair, and they're head to head. And uh, there's a quote underneath it which says, "This foreign policy stuff is a little frustrating." And uh, I guess that's a quote from Bush. They've got another one which um, has Bush with these kind of devil eyes. And he says, I'm going to be president of everybody. And uh, the last one um, is him. And it says, our priorities is our faith. And um, I'm surprised to see such blatantly political things here. The Mall of America seems like a, a very apolitical place in many ways, like a, a haven away from all of the uh, partisan bullshit, you know. But but here it is, you know, um, if you want a picture of George Bush with devil eyes, you know, you got it, man. Um, and he does say really stupid things, so uh, I guess they've captured that permanently. And if you want that on your refrigerator to be reminded how stupid he is, even when you're getting a glass of milk, um, you can buy these magnets, too. I settle on three magnets. They're three for ten dollars. They're sort of big rectangles. I get one Batman one, one Superman one, and one Scooby-Doo one. And I don't know whether I'm going to actually keep them or not, but I figure the kids would totally dig these. Um, so that seems like a good way to go. And I'm happy to get out of here because everything is making so much noise in this place. It's unbelievable. Now, continuing my zigzag down this corridor, my next stop is Hot Topic. And Hot Topic is blasting speed metal. 
over its loudspeakers. It is so loud, and everything in the store is black, pretty much, or red. Ironically, they have a whole pro-homosexual section up front. I didn't know speed metal guys were um, pro-homosexual, but they've got a bunch of different T-shirts like um, lesbians make the best breakfasts, and then it's a picture of waffles and um, milk. And I don't know if there's like a hidden joke there, but I don't get it if there is. Then there's another one which says, I'm not gay, but my dick is. And, uh, well, that's, I don't know, there's not too much to say about that. It's kind of cute because this is a store with speed metal blasting and bondage stuff all over the place or bondage style stuff um but there's like a 14 or 15 year old kid with some death metal shirt with a pentagram on it at the register and his mom his nice gray-haired minnesota mom is buying him this like metal studded belt you know so he can wear them to his death metal concerts and um one of the sales girls who's checking them out has she's got this weird hairdo thing where it's shaved on the back on the bottom and um, up towards the ears and then she's got the rest of it pulled up and then she has what must be fake hair piled on top and then these giant chopsticks um, stuck into it and it's like black and blue and white and all different colors and then she has these contact lenses in the kind that are are colored contacts but they're white with little tiny little pupil centers that are light blue. So she looks like Satan. And I just think this is like one of the funniest scenes I've seen in the mall with this crazy Satan woman checking out this real nice kid, you know, who's definitely into like, you know, some, some down and dirty music with his real nice mom who is trying to be supportive and buy him his metal studded belt that he really, really wants. So the other kids will think he's cool. And I just think it's kind of charming. Uh, however, I need to, um, buy something in this store and I'm kind of at a loss, but then I find the dog, uh, sweater section and they have all these dog sweaters for little dogs. And I find one which is says on it, bitch magnet. And um, I think that this is just pretty much perfect. It's hilarious. So this will go in my collection of cool stuff very, very well. And, uh, and I bring that up to the counter. And when the sales girl helps me, and it's not the one with the Satan eyes, it's the other one. She says, oh my God, this is so cute. I've been thinking about getting my dog one of these. And, um, you know, whatever. I go, oh yeah, it really is cute. Cute isn't quite the word that I was looking for here, but, but yeah, right, right on. But now, um, Gus would never fit into this, but now he has a little bitch magnet sweater. And, And I'm not sure that that's true, but but maybe, maybe by wearing it, he would make it so. I, I'm not sure. And now, for a complete change of pace, uh, I am up to the European Gifts Store. The European Gifts Store is a store that makes me shudder with horror. Uh, it is filled with Hummel figures, 
music boxes, really ugly figurines, those expensive stuffed animals on little pedestals that you're supposed to buy for a ton of money and then put up on your mantelpiece. You know, really kitschy, junky stuff. They also have a section of beer steins. It's kind of random. There's these two ancient old ladies behind the counter, and one of them is um, shoveling a, a huge thing of spaghetti, a takeout thing of spaghetti in, and, and um, the whole scene is just really bizarre. They're supposed to have European chocolate. They have a sign outside, and so I go and look for that and think, well, that could be a way out of this situation. And they do have some lint bars, um, but then most of their European chocolate is made in Seattle, and it just says on it, European chocolate. In any case, I resist because I this is not what I, I do not want to go down the chocolate road again. It's like once you do that, it's really hard to stop doing that. And I've managed to stop recently, and I, so I need to keep that up. So I don't buy that. They have a little rack of uh, birthday cards and other kinds of cards at the front. They're a little prissy for my taste, but my brother's birthday is coming up in a little while, so I start looking at the birthday cards. They've got one which is kind of cute that has a porcupine and a chicken driving in a car with a giraffe, and the porcupine and the chicken are saying duck, and the giraffe is saying where, and they're driving towards a tunnel where the giraffe's neck is going to be hit if he doesn't duck down. Um, and then on the inside it says, unfortunately, animals do not always have the means to communicate well with each other. Happy birthday. But to be honest, I don't really get the connection between that and the birthday. So I decide not to get it. So instead, I get this one that has this kid on uh, in this picture looking really goofy all dressed up in a suit and there's a drawing um, on top of the photograph of a little Mexican hat on his head kind of like a birthday hat and it says hey amigo on the front and then in the inside it says however old and wrinkly you get I still see the kid in you happy birthday I don't know I don't know if this is like a little too mean-spirited it might be, but um, anyway, that's what I get, and it's only a couple bucks, and so that's a way to get out of this store in one piece without really having to uh, buy like a Hummel figure or something like that, which I really couldn't handle right now. So across the way from the European gift store is Whitehall Company Jewelers, and um, I'm really basically right in the north entrance of the mall now. I'm almost to the end of my shopping trip. And I am so sick of shopping at jewelry stores. I can't believe how generic they are. You would think that they would feel different, like you would have different feeling jewelry in each store, but they all carry the same stuff with very little variation. And it's all pretty expensive, so I don't really get how they're all surviving. So I dread this one, but I just jump right in there to get it over with because, you know, you, that's what you got to do. So the first thing I hit as I go in the store is a little rotating display case of earrings. And they are 
you know, none of them are really me, but a little pair of dangly gold earrings catches my eye. And before I can blink, there's a salesperson by my side asking me if there's something I would like to see. So I asked to see the little dangly gold earrings. Um, she gets them out for me. I think they look pretty enough. I check the price. They're $89. And so I say, I'll take them. They're a gift. Thank you. And she says, oh, they're a gift. Can I gift wrap them for you? And I say, sure, that sounds great. So gone are the days when I, you know, beat myself up over asking a salesperson to gift wrap something for me because, you know, it just makes sense with my story. And to be honest, I don't really give a damn anymore. I am beyond caring about the work that I put jewelers through. It's just, I'm becoming, I'm becoming kind of cold, I think. In any case, she finds like a special little box for them and then puts them in another box and then wraps the box in gold paper. And um, she says, can I see your license? Because, you know, I'll, I'll take your information. And I say, oh, well, it's not a valid license. And then I catch myself because it is a valid license. It's just that it's not from the right state. And and I say, no, it's not a valid. It's not not a valid license. It's just and she says is it a, a state id and i say no it's just i haven't changed to a minnesota license yet and she says well okay that's good because you probably shouldn't tell me if you don't have a valid driver's license because then she wouldn't be able to sell me something because it'd be like you know i must be defrauding them or whatever so anyway i end up just giving her my information just um saying it you know uh and she puts it all into the computer and uh, she checks me out, and, and uh, that's that. It's a very pretty little package she's put together. It looks really nice. Now, my last store here is Bath & Body Works. I am pretty sure I already shopped at a Bath & Body Works, although I get some of these bath stores confused with each other. But they weren't having their sale, and they have a different kind of bag. They have the big semi-annual sale, You Lucky Duck, Bath & Body Bath and Body Works bag. And so I feel that I need one of these bags. So I go in and I start looking at stuff and even on sale, I still find this stuff pretty expensive, but I see this as an opportunity to buy something, you know, that I wouldn't normally get to have. And, you know, I'm, I don't know, they've got some soaps that are really cheap. Um, they've got, you know, different kinds of moisturizers. Most of the stuff I really want is still full price. But I really start digging. I, I start to work a little bit harder at it. And I come up with this nourishing face mask in olive. And I am super excited about this because I have been wanting to get a face mask ever since I started this. And I've bought a couple of them and, and returned them because I really thought that $18 for a face mask was too much money. But this stuff is actually, it's a really big container of face mask, and it's priced at 18 but it's 50% off, which means it's $9. And that, I think, is a great deal, and this means that I finally get to try a face mask. This is going to be my first face mask ever. I know Keith is going to think I'm nuts, so I might have to do it some night when he's out. But I am, like, I want to see what this whole face mask thing is really all about. And now I'm going to find out, and I am psyched. 
Now, Bath and Body Works was my last store that I had to go to today. There is a white barn candle that is connected to it, but since they're having the sale too, it looks like they're giving out the same bag. So I think I'm going to come back once their sale is over and get just a regular white barn candles bag from them. Um, when I come out into the courtyard, I notice that there's another Victoria's Secret a couple stores down, and I think, okay, I'm totally overloaded with bags, but I could just go down there real quick and hit the sale and get some underpants there. Um, so I head down. Uh, I'm, I'm a little worried that, you know, that if I don't do it now, the sale's going to be over. And, you know, if I do the way I've normally been done doing it, I, I go the first floor on one side, then second floor, third floor, then third, second, first. So it would be another five or six trips before I got there. And I'm worried that the sale will be over by then. So I head down and I walk in and the place is a madhouse, man, total madhouse. But I make my way back and I find the underpants and I start pulling out my five pairs of underpants. And five pairs isn't really enough to get you through a week, but it, it's a start anyway. And $25 is probably the maximum I want to spend. So I start pulling out um, my underpants and, um, you know, I'm like, it's a lot of different choices. There's some really cute striped ones and whatever. And I start getting them together and then I, I look up at the price sign and I think, okay, if it's $25 for these underpants and then you spent $65 on those sneakers that you're going to keep, and then you might keep the magnets. That was $10. And you know, you might keep that other shirt. That's another $10, the striped one from Lola. Um, that ends up being a lot of money for today of stuff that you're going to keep. And all of a sudden I have this mini panic attack about money and my credit card and Keith finding out and paying it off and just like running us into the ground when I don't have to buying frivolous things like new underpants when they haven't completely fallen off my body yet. And I totally freak out and I leave the underpants in a big pile. They, you know, they were in this real nice kind of stacked order and I just like throw them down and I get the hell out of there. And I think, well, I will deal with the Victoria's Secret underpants sale on another day. I think that I can't handle pushing uh, my purchases any further today. I think that that's it. I think I'm done. And I just tr try to breathe and, um, and, and get back to my car. And I figure the thing that's going to save me here is that I'm almost done. And when I actually add all this stuff up and figure out how much I've spent and how much I've kept, I'm going to have a fucking heart attack. Uh, but in the meantime, um, just keep breathing, get out of here and get home because, um, you've clearly reached your limit for the day.